0: Oh, oh, and glow up. We 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 love glow it's up, don't we? It's
1: time to glow up.
0: <laughs> it's time to glow up. Dear dog, darling, if I we want love, to be a cantankerous bitch. We love
1: three things, and that's humans putting makeup on, <laughs> British people yes. in competition shows. Yes, so. yes. I'll Wait, does now. that show up on the audio when you edit it?
0: Yes, it does. <laughs> I, thought about, I thought about leaving it in last week, but I, I cut it because it was, I think, since she says it right at the beginning, it was partially cut off. So it, it just, on the audio file I had, it said, in progress. So if it said the <laughs> full thing, I probably would have left it in because it would have been funny.
1: Who do we, like, you know how people on TikTok have, like, assigned the, like, Siri voice a personality? Like who do we think the Zoom voice is?
0: <laughs> like in terms of what a celebrity?
1: No, never mind. <laughs> oh. Like a, a personality.
0: Like a like a like a um, like a Zodiac um, sign? Pers-
1: personificating a uh, animated voice.
0: Um I don't follow.
1: Never then never. <laughs> <mind>. <laughs>
0: sorry um how are you
1: I'm well um I'm not gonna lie I didn't shower today so I can like smell myself I'm gonna shower tonight oh god I can like smell myself because I got really really hot earlier today so I was like sweating and now I'm like I'm stinky
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I can smell you all the way from over here
1: yeah whatever I can
0: smell it through the computer
1: I'm trying to like Do night showers now because it's a little bit more convenient for me to shower at night than it is in the morning so
0: oh you don't do the you don't do the work from home midday showers
1: sometimes I do it just depends like if well it depends if Shari's at home then I usually do but um because of that I was just kind of like why don't I just shower at night (laughs) when she's like already asleep
0: because I oh, usually yes. have
1: to like either keep her in the bathroom with me or put her in the crate while I'm showering because she will just go nuts.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, I hit a burp again, but I muted. I muted. I
1: was so surprised that you muted. I thought you were like yawning or something. I was like, oh,
0: <laughs> I was burping, but I want to be polite. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I'm glad you're doing okay. Besides the whole stinky thing.
1: Yeah. How are you? <laughs>
0: um, I'm doing well. Uh, I got my emissions test today and I passed.
1: Oh my gosh, I got an emissions test um, in May. That's so oh funny. Oh my god! It's like the year of emissions <laughs> tests. What the heck? <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, so that was fine. It was a beautiful day today. So it was a nice little drive to take. But yeah, it's been it's been good. It's I kind of wanted to talk more because I sent you a text about it, but I wanted to like talk about it more real quick because so it might be a little interesting topic. But remember the text I sent you yesterday when I went out with Nick?
1: Oh, about people yeah. not having masks? Yes. Well,
0: well, so let me. Oh, sorry, just bang the table. Um, so last night Nick and I, there's this place in DC called Swingers. It's not a group sex club. It's a mini. It's an indoor mini golf bar club thing. They have two courses. Ah, I get
1: it, swinger. Yeah, ah, yeah. Like the swing yeah. the
0: club. Yeah. Ah. Um, and I made the joke that it's a golf club. Ah. Uh, yeah. Come on. And then Nick made the Nick made the like par for the course joke three times while we were there. He said, "That's oh, just par for the course." Stupid jokes. Anyway, um, so. I ended up having a good time, but I texted you at one point because Nick was like, he went to the bar to get us drinks and it was really busy. So I was just alone. And I just had this moment of like, Oh my God, I'm having a panic attack. Cause it was just overwhelming in a way that I wasn't really prepared for. Like, it's funny. Cause I thought, I think when you and I went out to Stubby's the first night I was in Milwaukee, like a month ago, Mm-hmm. That was kind of the first time I had been to a restaurant where there was there wasn't really capacity rules. There were masks off, and it felt like I guess baseline normal. But this was the first time since pre pandemic where I've been to a place where there was no masks on staff, no masks on anybody, no capacity, like no limits, none of it. It was literally like like nothing which granted I mean like no one's breaking any rules DC they lifted all restrictions I think like a week ago but it was just so viscerally overwhelming that I was like starting to panic thinking like I need to get out of here because there were just so many people and I guess I wasn't prepared for that excuse me I guess (laughs) I (laughs) I guess I just wasn't prepared for that in a way I expected Mm -hmm. um and it's funny too because once nick came back and i was telling him like i'm having a hard time right now he said do you want to leave i was like no 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 no." like we paid like our tea time is in like 10 minutes like we're gonna do this and it's almost like jesus up in the sky he said zach calm down jesus jesus christ because this (laughs) is jesus
1: jesus jesus jesus
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, take it on down to church. Yes, I should go to church after what happened to me because, like an angel up on high, a woman with a bowl cut surrounded the corner. We were sitting at a table. She came up. She said, "Hey, we have all these drink tickets. We're not going to use because we're heading out. Do you want them?" And I wasn't. I wasn't going to drink because the cocktails were fucking fifteen dollars at this place, and beers were like nine. So I wasn't going to drink. She gave us five drink tickets.
1: Wow. For for
0: basically anything on Wait, the menu. Wait, how do you
1: get a drink ticket?
0: I d- I don't know I don't know. But oh, she had them. Cool. They were like official. They were like official drink tickets. And I was like, oh my god. So <laughs> we got I got like a frozen dark and stormy. That was really good. But my point is, wow. That was almost like God's way of telling me to calm down because that really mellowed <sighs> me out and it allowed me to enjoy the actual golf portion. And I I putted one below par for the whole course. Putted but I put whatever I, golf. <laughs> I was below par for the course and I'm very proud of that and I got two hole in ones.
1: Wow. And then we got
0: another drink after and then we gave one to some woman at the bar. Oh, so, so you
1: hashtag passed it along?
0: Yeah, I passed it along. Uh but yeah, I ended up having a good time, but I was curious about what you think of it because I know you haven't really been in that circum that type of circumstance yet. Have you?
1: I mean, yeah, I've been to Chicago. I've been, I mean, Milwaukee hasn't had a mask mandate for a while.
0: Well, I guess we haven't really like talked about it because we had a pandemic episode before that started happening.
1: Yeah, it is weird. Um, I think I said this to you yesterday. Like, it's just like a little sad that like now that they have the option to require masks or not the like places themselves are just kind of like, yep, no masks. Um, and like, I would at least like for like staff to be wearing masks because like, you just like, you can't control the people that come into your business, you know, but you can like control yourself. So like if someone that's not vaccinated or someone that like can't, but then again, I guess that's on that person. If they can't get vaccinated, then they shouldn't be going out. But I don't know. It's kind of like a weird, weird vibes i'm just like curious to know why like what was it just because like there were other there were a lot of people at this golf place like why this instance in particular is making you think all of these things because like if you look at it from reverse like you were there too
0: no 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 i was i was thinking about that as well but i i guess once i was there i was faced with like do i want to be here mm-hmm. you know i i guess what i'm trying to say is i think of course i wanted to do something fun with nick and i'm sure he wanted to do something fun with me but i think a part of it was like oh this this new place just reopened everyone's going there it's on tiktok let's get a reservation let's go let's be part of it <laughs> and then when we're there i'm just like am i having fun and i had to collect myself because like i said we hadn't even started golfing yet but i was yeah. like i'm not having fun in this present moment and yes i'm i'm a person who doesn't like crowds but I don't know. I think it was that, that, that shocking return to normalcy that I wasn't expecting. Like I, I thought, especially for like 7 PM on a Wednesday night, I didn't think it would be like that. It was just so sudden and a lot all at once.
1: And I guess like from the CDC side of things, like it did happen kind of quickly. It was just kind of like randomly one day they were like, all right, let's open her back up. (laughs) Like, It it, it was kind of like a sudden change and then everyone just kind of followed suit and was like, all right, yeah. They didn't even feel gradual in a way. Like when I pictured us reopening, I thought it was going to be a little bit more gradual, but now it just seems like, okay, we're all open up back up. It's a free for all again, which is scary because it's like, we have all these new variants coming, Mm -hmm. coming to America. And so it's just like, we honestly don't know if the vaccine is going to protect us from all variants of COVID, like so it's a little scary that everyone was so quick to just jump on the opening backup train, but yeah, we'll see. I think also it's, it's a social thing, like having to like learn, like you said, to just kind of like be comfort with, be comfortable with yourself and find comfort and solitude for the last like year and a half. And now having to like unlearn that, or it's just kind of like a harsh, like shock to, to go back out into public and being like, Oh, like today I was talking to one of my coworkers and she asked me where I live. And I was like, oh, I live on this busy street in Milwaukee. And she was like, you live over there. You do not seem like the kind of person that goes out. And I was like, oh, no, no no. I was like, no, 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 no. Don't get it twisted. I don't go out. However, when I got this apartment, one of my things was like, maybe i'll like go out i'm so close to all the restaurants and bars and i'm like i don't fucking leave the apartment ever like i literally don't leave i i don't leave like it don't move that's me <laughs> wait
0: wait were you doing an impression of that woman who put gorilla glue in her hair it, it don't, don't move. move i've washed my hair 15 <laughs> times <laughs> it don't move poor thing poor thing um <laughs> anyway yes okay I'm glad that you you understand um and it was helpful to talk about it but that's uh that's my life life is going well I did end up having a good time like I said
1: um well hey shout out for the to the drink ticket lady
0: (laughs) yeah those drinks are good no honestly like it was we got like 30 dollars worth of drinks each for free because of her generosity so thank you bowl cut lady (laughs) Or a bob, I guess that's what it's called nowadays. It's a bob, not a Walter. Bowl
1: cut, I don't, what? She Ippy. had a, a, very, she a, had a very
0: manicured, like she looked like coconut head from Nancy Classified, but it was black hair. Ah. <laughs> from what I remember, I don't like
1: know. Like Hope Van Dyme in the first Ant-Man. Yes. Movie, she that awful yes. haircut. Yep. And just then in the like second that. movie, she's like glorious yeah. long brown yeah. hair.
0: Yeah. Like, 100% what? just like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but shout out to her um how to hope Van die no the lady at swingers okay okay yeah okay so before we start talking about the topic at hand uh would you like me to share our announcement our plans for the future
1: oh i was thinking we would do that last
0: yeah but you know there are some lame wads that don't listen to the whole episode and tune out before it's over what if they don't hear it
1: well then that's their fault
0: okay well this is our stinger then stay tuned to the end we have an announcement oh
1: my god yeah (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) see you next year or not (laughs) 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 anyway we're talking about reality tv today it's episode 16 reality tv let's go let's go oh my god
1: (laughs) this is very timely too because i feel like an iconic figure in reality tv is now coming to an end keeping up with the kardashians and they just had their like post-season special and the host asked them like do you guys think that you're perpetuating like unrealistic body standards and (laughs) Kim said, no, we put in the work. We, we earn these like blah, blah, blah. And everybody's like, okay, bitch, you literally just told on yourself, like, yeah, you put in work to change your body. Like,
0: (sighs) yep. Or, and I mean, (laughs) like if you, if you, a quick search on the Reddit, like, uh, Instagram reality subreddit will show you that, that their photo their pictures are photoshopped all the time their ads oh all the all fucking the time, time. Yeah. kim's
1: uh, have you you've seen the thing where she's like running her finger up the side of her yep. body and then her finger goes like this yep <laughs> yep <laughs> um yeah but, it's embarrassing on all parts and even in the after special i didn't watch it i would just been reading articles about it chloe admitted to having a nose job so like
0: well, we're not talking about Photoshop or plastic surgery, but I catch your drift. And yes, an era is ending, even though they're moving to Hulu and they're probably going to get paid even more by Disney. Yeah. <sighs> yes. Um, would you like to start out with the, the dark and sad stuff and then move to the lighter stuff? Sure. Okay. Uh, well, this might be a rare episode where the things we complain about is shorter than the things we we gab about
1: oh and y'all know we love complaining we
0: do um okay so i put on the outline a a few articles because i was doing my research for this episode and i found quite a few interesting articles pertaining to reality television programs that i find problematic or annoying let's start with two that i think are kind of at the forefront of what i would call tv that people watch to make themselves feel better about their own lives and it's uh hoarders and my 600 pound life. I hate these shows.
1: Have you, okay. Quick poll. Have you watched those shows? I have never seen yes. those shows. I've heard of them. Oh, you've actually watched them.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't mean to d- dig on my mother, but my mother watches those shows occasionally. And so I've seen them in the background and stuff like that, but I just find it like, honestly, it, I don't want to be dramatic, but it kind of enrages me because I just feel like it's peak exploitation under the guise of a therapeutic endeavor that rarely ever works. So it just kind of ends up coming across as like a modern day version of a circus freak sideshow that we're meant to gawk at.
1: Yeah. Well, and was I, I don't remember if I was talking about this with you, but like someone was saying how like hoarders is kind of fucked up because like these people are this way for a reason, like mentally they, they feel like they have to hold on to some of these items or they like think like something bad will happen or something like that. So like to just kind of like uproot what they see as like their process and their system and to just like force them to like change their lives radically. Like if they have a mental condition that's causing them to be like that, that is extremely harmful for them to just be like taken out of their comfort environment into something that is like deemed acceptable by society that isn't making them feel any better about themselves it's just kind of like dangerous honestly that we're doing this for entertainment yeah I mean it, not we, it's, TLC. yes
0: TLC say the name um yeah it's kind of like slapping on a bunch of makeup to cover up a- a bunch of zits but not actually doing like a, a skincare routine it doesn't actually fix anything on a deeper level so it, and it could actually make it worse like you know slapping on a bunch of makeup could make your zits worse just like how coming in and cleaning everything out without doing any of the mental work can make things worse for these people right. uh, it's it's
1: like honestly a little traumatizing for them probably more
0: than a little i'm sure especially since I i mean i don't know if they're doing this currently but it used to be a, a nomination process where like family members or people they knew would nominate them so imagine like learning that someone close to you basically called this show and said hey come take all of their shit it could yeah. rupture that relationship as well
1: that's really sad too like that the trust that you probably have that's just lost because of this it's like all this for a tv show really for what to sell commercials ridiculous
0: yeah and and my 600 pound life doesn't even come in under the guise of like helping them that's basically almost purely documentation where they're following them around to like appointments and shit and and what their what their quote-unquote lifestyle is like and it's just smarmy
1: so it's just kind of like documentary style where they just show these people's lives and they don't do anything about it
0: yeah they're basically like here's your new 600 plus pound person for the week this is how they live their life isn't it sad let's go okay and usually they follow these people where they go to like appointments or something to try and improve and i right occasionally they might have like a they lost weight type of thing but it's still a sideshow
1: yeah that's cringy
0: yeah and and these people like these people on hoarders these people on my 600 pound life they don't benefit monetarily
1: Oh, they don't. This, it's,
0: I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's like in very small amounts. It's just like how, I mean, we'll get to this later, but it's just like how queens on Drag Race they have to get paid to appear, but they get like 700 bucks an episode. Mm. So I'm sure that these people on Hoarders and My 600 Pound Life are getting like release costs, but it's not a lot. It's not like they're saying, here's 100 thousand dollars for your surgeries you might need or for your health care, right? You know. It just makes me like it genuinely makes me sad to watch those shows which is why i don't watch them but if i if i'm in a situation where it's in front of me i just i have to walk away because i i yeah. hate it it's 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 uh voyeurism in the worst possible way
1: yeah the worst I agree. possible way and it's
0: horrible i don't see i because it's not it's not representation i don't believe that right um, i don't believe that heavy people are watching 600 pound life and are like, oh, I love seeing myself on screen because it's not like they're being (laughs) painted in a positive light.
1: Yeah, right. Well, yeah, exactly. It's quite the opposite. Again, like I feel like a lot of times, anytime like a fat person appears on even like a scripted show, it's for comic relief or to just like talk about them being fat or them like having this issues with relationships or blah, blah, blah. It's like, this is the same crap. And now it's like actual real people with real feelings and real lives
0: mm-hmm yep and uh I just thought another one my my strange addiction is similar where it's like well Grant, that's a little bit murkier because there's a question of like do these people need help quote-unquote need help but that's not really an intervention show either it's like oh here we are look at this weird person there aren't that there weird
1: was, that show is interesting to me because I'm also curious as to like like legally obviously like some reality shows are like somewhat scripted like but like legally at what point is it like how much of it can be scripted like is any like I feel like some of that stuff has to be scripted I don't know it's just like it just sounds so out there I mean I'm not going to be like oh someone eating couch cushions like that's fucked up I mean but it like how are you alive
0: well yeah but but what I'm saying is I think that's almost like besides the point I just think there's a cruel irony with these for this for the sake of argument I'm gonna say that like the average viewer for these types of programs is like middle-aged white women like suburban middle-aged white women they're watching these shows under the guise of like oh we need to help these people we need to help like they need help and yet they're the Karens that go to the grocery store and scream at people for wearing masks (sighs) (laughs) So it's like it's that separation of the television that you don't actually have to interact with any you don't have to engage with anything you're sitting there watching a sideshow that these Mm -hmm. producers have have eked out for you and TLC is going to make money off of the ads that run on these shows.
1: Yeah, it's like a modern day circus almost where they're just exploiting people who are different to make money and like entertain other people who society deems to be quote unquote normal and then like they feel better about themselves because it's like wow, couldn't be me up there.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I mean, we're all guilty of that I've been in different forms. Sure. Like like for me, if I whenever I've watched catfish while in a relationship. I'm always like, Oh my God, thank God. I'm not like this type of person. You know, I always have some sort of relief where I'm like, Oh, thank goodness. I, I didn't like fall into that trap where I have some degree of common sense to not be in that situation. So yeah. we, I do it too, but it's just right. kind of I,
1: I, Yeah. Like, let's be clear to everyone listening. This is very much a yes. And episode because like Mm -hmm. we can we're critiquing the existence of some of these shows but like sure we've indulged we've watched we've thought the the issues we've thought what what am i saying we've thought the problematic (laughs) thoughts (laughs) yes yeah like okay i i haven't actually like watched a full episode of 90 day fiance but there was a guy on 90 day fiance who basically got catfish like the entire time. And I was just reading an article, like detailing everything that he did for this woman who like refused to show her face or like meet him in person. And he like flew to Russia like three different times and she stood him up every single time. She's <laughs> was just kind of like, Oh my God. Yeah. 90
0: day is kind of like, I, I, it doesn't feel as much like a sideshow because it's not, I don't know how to put this. I feel like hoarders in my 600 pound life, my strange addiction, all those shows. It's, there's an insinuation that there's something wrong with these people. And that's where like the circus sideshow aspect of it comes in with 90 mm-hmm. day. It's like, these people are putting themselves in these situations and it's more of like a love show.
1: Right. Well, so, and they know what they're doing. Like they're going yeah. on this TV show to like, get famous or yeah, to like document exactly. them doing this crazy thing like <laughs> and exactly. you know what honestly we got ed and rose out of it so like i'm not mad
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're my best girl
1: no that's not Is what, that he what he says said. what does he say No, oh my best view yeah she says i like the view <laughs> <And> he <laughs> says you're my best view and then rose goes eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: they're great But but another problematic show, reality show. I guess people don't really refer to it as reality, but I wanted to loop it in here. And I'm sorry, mom. I know you love this program. I hate it, and just I'm going to go off about it for a second. Oh. So, Doctor Phil. um, Oh yeah, Doctor Phil
1: is a problem.
0: My mother has been watching Doctor Phil for over a decade. For probably. Doctor Phil is
1: like one of those shows that's always on, like at the barber shop or something, or like when you go to, I don't know, you've probably never been to a, like a black barbershop, but they have like <laughs> Judge Judy or like Maori on TV no, or only it's like Judy can Dr. Judge Phil. Me. I love Judy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but oh. Dr. Phil, it's a specific brand of, it's exploitative as well. But it first of all, I, I have to admit, I don't know how these people get on the show. Like, I don't know... By what I don't know if they're scouts from Dr. Phil that find these people that they bring on or if people are nominated, I don't know how they get on, but once they get there, they have this oath of a man who is just like, oh my God, he makes me sound great. So I should preface this. One of the articles I dropped in our outline is uh, called Dr. Do Nothing. It's a long form read on Buzzfeed. I read the whole thing the other day. It's long. It was very interesting very very interesting so if people want to read it it's called dr do nothing on buzzfeed and it talked about how it talked about a bunch of things but it was talking about how it frames the show frames itself as like a teaching tool but it wants to have it both ways because it wants to be entertainment in the same way that my 600 pound life and strange addiction operate that same sort of look at these people let's leer at them but the article also really focused on there's a live audience for dr phil there's a live audience this isn't like a oh let's put a camera in a therapist's office there's a live audience they're looking at these people and it's basically like maury adjacent at this point where like the 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 crowd is encouraged the the article had links to videos from like the very beginning of the show where the crowd made no noise to like an episode from a month ago where the crowd's like, oh, and like willfully reacting and shit like that because it's just so, it's almost like gladiatorial. It's like an arena with people in the middle and Dr. Phil is setting up in a way where they can't win. And again, I don't understand the process of what happens afterwards, like in terms of resources made available to these people. But of course, they take a very like everything under the sun approach. So you have everyone from like drug addicts going on Dr. Phil to people like uh, Daniel Bergoli, who now is a millionaire because of her appearance on Dr. Phil, that's the cash me outside girl for people who don't know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but Dr. Phil in and of itself, he's just an awful person. Like he straight up was a COVID denier last year. He's been known to vote conservative, vote Republican and he's just in it for money just in it for money i don't see how you could possibly care about all these people coming through your show when you're doing it at such an intense rate in front of not even millions of people on the other side of the tv but hundreds of people right in front of them in the studio
1: Mm -hmm. well and I, i mean i don't know all the details forgive me for not doing more research on this particular topic but i know for sure that like bad baby Danielle Bregoli, and I think other people have said like they were abused at like camps that they went to after Dr. Phil that he like sent them to or recommended to their parents or whatever. And so it's just kind of like, I feel like it's a, a pipeline in its own self, like the bad behavior to reality show to like behavioral camp to abuse pipeline.
0: Yeah, yeah. And there was some sort of line in the article too. Um, I feel like I should call out who wrote this since I keep referencing it and it was a great read. Who wrote this? Uh, oh, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw it
1: at the same time as you <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. What
0: are you saying, homie? So this person's name, their Scotchi? first name is S C A A C H I Scotchy? Scotchy? I don't. Scotchy? Great article. Great article. Thank you for <laughs> writing it. Um, but there was another line where they were talking about how basically Oprah, Oprah brought us Dr. Phil. Oprah birthed mm-hmm. Dr. Phil into the world.
1: Literally. And
0: like if you look at it from a cynical point of view, you could see it as like Oprah basically setting up a, a whiter, more conservative, friendly version of herself for a similar audience
1: right well and here's the thing too because of what Oprah had already established on her own show she could never do this but she kind of like paved the way for someone to be able to do like almost a parody version of what she does to just like for jokes or for laughs when that's really again like exploiting the people who seriously do kind of like need help and are going on this show probably with the thought process of like oh Dr. Phil is going to help me or at least that's probably what they thought when the show first came out and now it's turning into again like a circus act people are just watching these other people for entertainment when they clearly are like calling out for help
0: yeah and it provides fuel especially Dr. Phil Dr. Phil is like provides (laughs) fuel did I I say that
1: (laughs) You said it provides fuel. And then you said, especially Dr. Phil.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, Dr. Phil like feels... it, 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 it... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> okay, what does he just, do? Okay. Just let me say this. Then we can move on. Okay. I okay. feel like his show <laughs> perpetuates. Uh, I hate saying this, but a lot of white people love to use this phrase. White trash. I feel like mm-hmm. shows like Dr. Phil give fuel to that idea for other white people to call white people they see as lesser than white trash. And it really has nothing to do with whether or not they're actually lesser than you. It's it's white people who have those certain privileges, who aren't overweight, who, who don't abuse drugs, but might have other things going on in their lives or nothing going on in their lives, which makes them want to say right. this shit in the first place. These are the people that go on Facebook and lambast others and and talk shit about like people on bachelor and talk shit about other shows just to make themselves feel better No. now again we aren't exempt we talk shit about drag queens on RuPaul's Drag Race but we're not <laughs> even doing though it on neither a of us forum. are drag queens <laughs> yeah we're not doing it on right. a public forum at well least
1: that's the thing I feel like there's a difference between like having a private conversation simply just sharing your thoughts than to take to a public platform and to say something knowing that it's possible that the person you're talking about is reading what you're writing like because then also people do that because they think that like other people care about what they have to say and it's like shut up (laughs) like nobody cares
0: yeah Anyway, we can move on from the exploitation. I love how I was like, this might be a shorter than normal section. (laughs) Um, I would would also like to talk about the cult of reality TV and what it means to watch it as a quote unquote guilty pleasure.
1: Oh my God. Well, yeah, let's talk
0: about that. There was another very interesting article. I read the whole thing on, um, okay. I know this is kind of like, you know, like, third wave feminism but I read it on Refinery29 and it was it was just it was interesting it was someone writing from their own point of view about their relationship with reality tv and I felt similarly there's a line where they say we're all in too deep to quit at this point but loving reality tv and calling bullshit on it are not mutually exclusive activities which made me feel just as guilty as like what I was just talking about when I was you know, when, when someone's watching an exploitation show and they're like, oh, that's terrible. And they continue to watch it. It made me think about like, okay, we're constantly like, this is stupid. This doesn't enrich me, but we continue to watch it. And you actually well, said yeah. something in the outline that I hadn't even thought of, which I thought was interesting. You should, you should say it.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll get to it. <laughs> um, I was just thinking like, yeah, like it's sure we're 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 feeding into it because again the only reason why these channels that have these television programs are thriving is because people are watching them, and so they're able to sell ads for however much money they are because they have a large audience or like a cult following. Um, like keeping up with the Kardashians, some people will like seriously watch it and they know that it's shit and they know that these women are horrible, but they're just like I'm still watching it though. Eh. But my thing was that, like, I don't think having reality TV as a guilty pleasure is necessarily, like, a bad thing. It's, like, why, well, I think we all pressure ourselves to not, I don't know how to say this, but, like, we, well, yeah, we pressure ourselves to not, like, rest as much as we probably need to as humans. Again, probably because of capitalism, because of hustle culture, because of... Uh, the way our society is, we feel like we can't just like sit and do nothing when we have free time. And I think we have a difficult time distinct, like distinguishing between like availability and free time. So like, if we want to use our free time to not do anything or to just sit and watch TV that you don't have to think about or process or like revisit, like, that's okay. Cause like some of us spend a whole day staring at a screen, trying to figure shit out. It's like, I don't want to have to keep doing that when I get home. So it's fine to just like have your guilty pleasure in watching reality TV. If that's what like helps you rest, you know,
0: (laughs) Very true. Yes. It's a hard trap to get out of because it even like I'm trying to think of an example. Okay. So,
1: (sighs) can I just also say something too while you're thinking? I also don't blame like viewers fully, like for the existence of a television show. Like, it's not like the people watching were like, ooh, I'm going to find people that need help and that need therapy and i'm gonna put them on tv to laugh like it's not us that created this it's the big like media conglomerates that are using people like it's on television for us to watch and like us watching it is like sure like giving them what they want but at the same time like the fuck else am i supposed to watch like stuff is put on tv for me to watch
0: yes yes but as much as sometimes it doesn't feel like it, we do have power as consumers, especially well, as a whole. Well, of bold. course,
1: if nobody watched Keeping Up With The Kardashians, they wouldn't have gone on for this long. But exactly. also it wasn't like Joe Schmo from down the street who was like, oh, I'm going to put these cultural appropriating white women on TV and make, you know, they're going to make me rich. Like, no, it was fucking Ryan Seacrest. Be mad at him.
0: <laughs> yeah. And before people get upset, Armenian is white passing. Oh so my don't God. Don't come for us. Don't come If you're for from us.
1: the fucking, yeah, just don't. Also, like Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner, like they are white, white. They are mm-hmm. white. Like, yes. Both of their parents are white.
0: White. Yes.
1: <laughs> white. Okay. Yes. Well, and the issue too is that like Armenian doesn't make you black. So you can't put
0: pornos <laughs> in your hair. You yes. can't
1: put braids in your hair. You can't, you know. Mm-mm. You know, put shit in your ass to have a black body. You can't tan aggressively. <laughs> like, you're still not black. You can be whatever the fuck you want. You're not black. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> correct. Very correct. Um, and
1: if you have black children that doesn't give you a reason or an excuse to the appropriate black culture, like. Yep.
0: If you got a black husband, I don't care how bipolar he is, not oh an excuse. God.
1: Actually, I read a really good article recently about how the Kardashians like prey on black men who have experienced like deep rooted trauma. And then they like basically damage them further and then leave them in the dust. Like Kanye, Chris Humphries and Lamar Odom. He was obviously seemed to be fine, but again, he needed help and he didn't get that with Chloe and he overdosed on drugs and almost died. You thought he was dead. Didn't you? Didn't we talk about this?
0: I did, I did. We did talk about it at some point. I thought he had died. I'm glad he's still alive and well. Anyway, I don't even know how we got here, but I think we've made our point that there is a dark side of reality TV and um, being a consumer of it is a slippery, tricky slope, but we're all on it together. I don't know a single person that doesn't watch at least one reality show of some kind.
1: Yeah, honestly, if you don't watch reality TV, are you okay?
0: I mean, they're probably not listening to this. (laughs) Um, And on that note, would you like to talk about our favorite reality TV shows and why we like them so much slash genres? What's your favorite genre of reality TV?
1: This is tough, but I have to say, honestly, honestly, food shows are my favorite Like reality shows. Like I like watching people make food and I like watching people eat food. <laughs> so like <laughs> so, like, okay, BuzzFeed show worth it. It's only like a little YouTube show. So it's not like an actual like on the television show, but it's pretty popular. And the episodes are like 15, 20 minutes long each, but it's so fun for me to watch. And actually, this is crazy, but I learned a lot of my like basic cooking skills from watching food TV. Um, and also That's like not crazy. I- Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. And that's what I like about that show too, is that with everything that they try, they get to like interview people that work at the restaurant and that like actually like source the food that they're eating and like how they make it and like what their process was for creating it. So it was really interesting. And I learned like a lot of just basic skills from watching like chefs talk about their food. And it's just interesting. I'm also like a big food, big food gal. I like eating and <laughs> I like watching. I like cooking. I like food. So yeah.
0: Hey Illy, do you like food?
1: I love food.
0: Oh. <laughs> Not the Taco Bell pink <laughs> lemonade. I love food. Goes to it's Taco. It's just Bo- liquid over- now. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, in
1: my defense, Taco Bell is right by Sherry's Daycare and it, I got my five buck cravings box. So it only cost me five dollars.
0: Go off. Okay. Um yeah, slurp all you want. Why don't you mute yourself while you do? <laughs> my favorite genre of reality <laughs> TV is I love a good competition show. I have seen and watched. Almost everyone there is, like I've seen. Oh my god, there are random little niche competition shows for like everything you could think of. I remember years ago on Bravo, Bravo had a hairstyling competition show.
1: <laughs> Bravo
0: had a, a a songwriting competition show called Platinum Hit. That I um, think
1: not Bravo, but they came out with like a new songwriting competition show now called Songland. I think I don't oh, know if it's still on.
0: But I I lived for a platinum hit, and Jewel was the host, and she's my birthday oh. sister. We're both <laughs> May twenty third i know she's kind of irrelevant now but yeah she was on it i've watched like interior decorating competition shows oh my I,
1: god. my mom and i what? used to watch design star on HGTV. tv yes, design
0: star all the time bring it back oh my god um,
1: it's back on discovery plus Plus. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom texted me because her and my dad were watching it and she was like oh my god one of the contestants on design star is a drag queen i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> um
0: I I actually really like Ink Master. I've seen like three or four seasons oh. of Ink Master. Yeah, it's very, it, it, it honestly, I'm not a tattoo person. Gave me a whole new appreciation for tattoos. But I think my my three, I have three, like my favorite reality shows of all time are all competition shows. Oh, oh, and Glow Up. We, we, we love Glow it's Up, don't we? Up.
1: It's <laughs> time to glow up. time
0: to glow up. Ding dong, darling. If I we want to be a cantankerous
1: bitch. We love three things. And that's humans putting makeup on, <laughs> British people, yes. and competition shows. Yes, yes.
0: Um. Oh my God. If Val Garland made cameos, I want one.
1: Oh my God. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> it would. We should I, look.
0: I want <laughs> to say ding dong for me. Anyway, um. so my three favorite reality shows of all time are RuPaul's Drag Race, Mm-hmm. i've seen every single episode of every single spinoff of that show mm-hmm. uh even secret celebrity drag race which was awful uh, america's next top model i've seen every episode of every 24 cycles of this show
1: oh my god
0: every single one don't ask me how that happened and project runway i've seen most of project runway <laughs> since uh during the heidi and tim years They're not even
1: when anymore. linda marcus went on that show
0: Yes, even when Linda Marcus went on the show and went home second for her awful gray dress. Yes. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) God. That was so, that was always so awkward. She was a board member at Milwaukee Rep. And whenever she walked in the room, I would just kind of, my first thought would be like, oh, you went home second. (laughs)
1: well somebody told me that they were like trying to promote it like when they found out she got picked and like the marcus family was like dead silent when they asked like oh do you want us to promote it like they never said anything and then when they saw the episode they were like oh yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah flop uh but yeah i just i i i'm a competitive person and we know i I, yes i know (laughs) So I just, I just love a good competition show. I love following arcs throughout a season. You know, if there's an underdog, I love rooting for someone. I always love like placing myself. I'll ask this later, like what show you'd like to be on, but I always place myself in the competition. I'm like, how would I win this? I'm not a tattoo artist, but how would I win Ink Master? Or I'm not a seamstress. How would I win Patrick Runway? I just always place myself in it and I get caught up in it. And it's like activity and challenge based. Oh so God, I just get you're really, really passionate into it.
1: about this.
0: Oh, I've seen so the amount of hours in my life I put into competition reality TV probably outnumbers the amount of hours I've spent like in school. No, that's <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> that's dramatic. I was in school for a long yeah, time. Yeah, take that shit back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, probably more than, I don't know, a lot. Okay, just a lot. It's, yeah, it's a lot. sure.
1: um yeah i i i kind of i don't know how to describe the kind of reality shows that i like i do like some competition shows however like i can't watch like i just said i love food shows but like i cannot watch food competition shows like i like watching food documentaries and like people cooking like for the camera and that's it like
0: great food break off it's on your list
1: I mean, yes, but...
0: That's more quaint. It's more British. Yeah, it's out it's, in the field. It's
1: really fucking cute. Yeah. Yeah. I can't watch, like, what is it called? Top Chef? Iron Chef? Ooh,
0: top Chef, yeah. My, my dad loves different different Top shows. Chef.
1: I can't watch that shit. I can't watch Master... What is Gordon Ramsay's show? Master, Master chef. chef. Master Chef. I can't yes. watch Hell's Kitchen. I can't. It's so stressful. <laughs> I will, however, watch Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Talk about flop, damn.
1: <laughs> I also, one of my favorite shows, uh, My favorite one of my favorite reality shows that was on my list that I didn't see on your list, um, what it was Dance Moms?
0: <laughs> okay, so Dance Moms is, I haven't seen a lot of it, but oh. it, is, it is iconic. Like I know the moments, like I right. know it's just like Kardashians. Right. I haven't seen a lot of Kardashians, but I know like the iconic moments that are really funny.
1: Yeah. So the issue with Dance Moms is like season, the seasons that are on Hulu, it's literally like seasons one, two, and then six and seven. So like you miss all of the middle, which is like the best stuff. And I can't it. even say that I've seen all of Dance Moms like through and through. I've been watching it a lot lately. Like I'll have it on for hours, like while I'm working just in the background. Um, but I love it. I used to be a dancer when I was younger. And so it's just like, brings me back to the, the dancing days. <laughs> I wasn't like a competitive dancer. I didn't do all that, but I took like tap, jazz and ballet as a child. And like, I kind of wish I would have kept doing it. So like watching other people do it. I'm like, yes, point those feet. Point them.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Dance moms is pretty wild, but no, it's not on my list for a reason, but that's kind of like, that's not what?
1: Jill, dance mom, Jill. (laughs) She is that show. She is the whole show. Dance Mom Jill is the. I thought the reason Kathy. Why...
0: I thought Kathy was the moment.
1: No, no, we don't like when Kathy comes on the screen because she's like nails on a chalkboard. Like I hate every time.
0: Okay, no, but Kathy. one of the scenes. Yeah, but one of the scenes I think about as being iconic is that one time where like, uh, Kathy, like Jill or or uh, someone throws water at her.
1: Oh, Abby does. Abby
0: does water her. And there's someone makes a joke about her melting like the Wicked Witch or something.
1: (laughs) Also, somebody made like a TikTok that was like, most chaotic Dance Moms moments. And it was all shit from the first episode of Dance Moms. And one of the scenes was Kathy giving a tour of her house and she was like, I love pink. And like everything in her house is pink. And then she's like, I just love bunny rabbits. Like, you know how moms have an animal?
0: Mm -hmm. Kathy's
1: is bunny rabbits. And so her whole house was bunny rabbits. And her daughter, she's like an older lady So her, her daughter was like really little, but she's like pretty old. So she was like making jokes about that. And then Melissa, who's Maddie Ziegler's mom, she was like, in the first episode, she goes, oh, my boyfriend knows how much money I spend on dance because he signs the checks. And then she goes,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Oh my God. It's just so funny. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? That sounds like an intro, you know, like on all the housewives, they, all the wives have like a line that they say in the opening credits. That sounds like something she would say, which by the way, I'm not a huge housewives viewer, but one of my favorite reality TV moments of all time is the Amsterdam fight from real housewives of Beverly Hills. We've talked about this a lot. We've watched the ASMR version. It's
1: honestly like therapy for (laughs) us to watch that scene, especially the ASMR version. Oh, it's so
0: funny. (laughs) It's so funny. There's so many. It's just like how you said. uh There's so many chaotic moments in the first episode of Dance Moms. There's so many different chaotic moments like in this ten five minute. minute funny. <laughs> like, just think about move, move, move. Kyle running out of the running. Like she, there's a serial killer. <laughs> she goes back to grab her purse and she's like, "No, forget it. I have to go." Speaking of Real Housewives, I. It would say so. I do have other reality shows besides competition shows that I love. Lisa Vanderpump was at that table in that scene. I love Vanderpump Rules, but only the first three seasons. Right. The first three seasons are prime. And did I also we watch
1: was one of the seasons that we watched. That was one of the first three seasons.
0: Yes, we did. We watched season one together, I believe. And, oh, yeah. okay. And then Nick got me into Selling Sunset on netflix
1: oh yeah
0: that one's good that <gasps> wait one's have you
1: watched marriage or mortgage
0: yes oh my god <laughs> that was just we talked we talked about this on an episode of the pod oh we did yeah we talked right, about i don't it remember it, shit yeah it, it had it was early on it had just come out and we talked about how it was so stupid and sad that most people pick wedding and then because of the pandemic they yeah. couldn't
1: yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah that's very um, sad honestly if i had money yeah. for a house like i'm just gonna buy a house like
0: Wait, have oh. you watched Selling Sunset though?
1: My A-L-E-X-A just said oh. stuff and I didn't want it to show up on
0: the thing. Awkward. Um.
1: Oh, she's still talking. Can you hear it?
0: Oh my God. Yeah, Tell. it kind of sounds like a spirit. I don't like that. This happened two weeks ago when I thought a spirit was talking to me, but you it was actually your phone. What is she done? my phone
1: doing? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. scared the
0: shit out of me. Yeah, um, she's
1: done. I don't know why she says everything twice. It's like, bitch, shut up. Yeah, I don't
0: know. <laughs> have you seen Selling Sunset? Okay. No. Okay. It's like peak. It's, it's everything I love. It's LA. Pretty people, women looking gorgeous, real estate money. Mm -hmm. It's ever, it's so good. It's on Netflix. Um, season four is apparently coming soon. Season four. So
1: They've done four. (laughs) I thought that show just came out like a year ago.
0: They did. So the seasons two and three, I don't even know why they were two separate seasons, but they released them like two months apart oh okay yeah uh but speaking of netflix actually they've been doing a lot of interesting reality shows lately i love love is blind where the hell is season two of that right, um like, the hello. circle is very interesting
1: <gasps> wait have <sighs> you seen the ads for that sexy new...
0: beast
1: is that what it's called were they was, wearing like animals? i was just gonna <laughs> bring it up
0: yeah, yeah yeah for those who don't know there's a new <laughs> show on netflix coming where people go on dates but they wear crazy ass prosthetics, animal on their prosthetics. Face. not even there's like yeah there's some animal there's some alien ones like what? <laughs> who thought of this but i love it I i'm gonna watch it <laughs> the stupider the better
1: honestly i just yeah like honestly who was in the room and was like wait a second I have an idea. And then like, it had to go through multiple people to like become a reality. And like, nobody at any point was like, isn't this weird?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the prosthetics are like legit impressive looking though.
1: Oh, they are say, incredibly impressive. Whoever it's did just, make like, for Why that? waste yeah. that skill on a dating show that I mean, nobody hey, asked for.
0: Hey, they get to, they get to do it and they get paid for it. So I'm sure that's, that's good true. for them. It's just like how I think the mass Singer is the dumbest thing in the world, but the costumes are so impressive.
1: Oh my God. And the fact Everybody that costume designers get paid singer.
0: to do that. I don't get it. Like, it's always just like C-list celebrities that they put on them. And although well, it did give us Wendy Williams as the lips singing.
1: Okay, wait, but it's also like celebrities that are already famous for singing. Like fucking T-Pain won, I'm pretty sure. Was it T-Pain <laughs> that won his season? I don't, and it's like, I yeah, no, no fucking shit he won. He's a singer.
0: Okay, yeah, but the best parts, like the Wendy, Wendy is not a singer. And that was a perfect, and she didn't win, but it was funny as shit. She won the internet.
1: Isn't that the goal of all reality TV? (laughs) To win.
0: Not necessarily. (laughs) Not necessarily. (laughs)
1: Dr. Fuel feels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had a beer before this and I'm drinking another one right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, excited for sexy beasts. And also my last thing I had to touch on, I had to give him a shout out. Uh, the throwback MTV shit like oh my god i forgot to
1: put jersey shore on here oh Oh my god everybody that knows me personally knows that i can passionately rant about how much i love jersey shore
0: (laughs) i haven't seen basically any of it but nick has so you should talk to nick about it
1: let me message him i freaking love jersey shore with a passion
0: oh oh, okay
1: (laughs) it was just like the what i needed as a 12 year old little girl like i needed to watch (laughs) these like early like 20 somethings just like live their lives in a house and like throw each other up against the wall and rip their extensions out oh my god When Mike
0: rams his head
1: into the wall and then he breaks his neck.
0: Oh my god, Ely. Oh my god.
1: (laughs) Because he gets like mad for no reason. and he like runs into the wall. And then like the next shot is him in a fucking neck break.
0: Men are stupid.
1: They're all doing great now. So that's really good, but (laughs) that show is just so good.
0: (laughs) Okay. Wait, have you seen, do you, did you ever watch next or parental control? (laughs) Okay. I love that shit. The old MTV shit.
1: MTV. I don't know what they were putting in the water, but they really had it going. Like they had the formula. Mm.
0: Silent Library, that, that's oh more of a show, but yeah. Right. My brother
1: loves love Silent Library, love True Life. However, I will say one time I, because I used to have a TV in my room as a kid, I was watching True Life, and it was a True Life episode about uh trans being trans, and those specific, like that episode gave me like a very like completely inaccurate like image of trans people like I don't know why like I I mean I was a kid so like maybe I didn't get it but also like I don't this was also like 10 years ago but yeah still harmful
0: no I I actually have a similar experience because I mean even when I think back at it now I I just want to laugh but there's an episode (laughs) of true life about uh well they follow two people one is a witch and one is oh. a Wiccan, like a gay, oh. okay. I used to think that episode was the funniest fucking thing just because of the, like the image, like the the witch, she literally goes to like a vampire council and she's afraid she won't fit in. But also when I think back at it, it's like- <laughs> it's like, like those fiction. Yeah. But when I look back at it, like that's, it. those are valid. They're not hurting anybody. So that's right. a valid practice. And like a lot of people do practice witchcraft in like a spiritual way. Why'd you make
1: that face? Your mic is like echoing. What do you mean? When you said witchcraft, it was like witchcraft.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Really? Is it still doing it?
1: Not really. No. It was weird Uh, though. It was when you said witchcraft, when you go back and edit this, like listen. Because like it was like witchcraft.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't hear it, so I hope it's on the audio recording. I don't know how to like verbally
1: portray an echo other than
0: being like. (laughs) <laughs> oh we can't wait yeah so yeah old t old mtv used to slap like my super sweet 16
1: oh my god the quinceañera episodes <laughs> those were my favorite because i'd be like i'm having a quinceañera <laughs> <laughs> that um, was a fake ass laugh you did i had to make fun of it
0: Okay, yeah, you've done that before, so thank you. (laughs) 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 So I meant to ask you, uh, I have a couple of questions that I thought maybe we could answer. I'm just going to ask them all at once because they're kind of connected. Would you you go on a reality show? If it were a competition show, which one do you think you'd have the best shot at at slash most fun with? And would you ever go on a Bachelor-esque love type show?
1: Okay. Let me. I, I say guess I get a no for the last one. <laughs> okay, let me say this. I actually, okay. I'm actually surprised nobody's done this yet. However, I know that they have to probably sign NDAs out the wazoo, but I would want to go on The Bachelorette or on The Bachelor. Actually, I would be The Bachelorette. Fuck it. I'll do that. I'll date 30 men.
0: You got to go <laughs> on The Bachelor first and then be cool enough to be picked to be The Bachelorette.
1: Right, right. I would do either or. To write like the ultimate expose and then like sell it to like Vanity Fair and just make a shit ton of money.
0: So your Vanity Fair would basically pay off your NDA fee and then you would be net zero. That's what would happen. You know how much? I
1: would get fucking famous and then I would make brand deals like everybody else that goes on that show. And then I will go on Instagram live and sing that song Rockstar and then say the N word with a hard R and still get jobs after I did that. Oh, wait, sorry. That was Hannah Brown.
0: <laughs> oh! <laughs> Kill him.
1: She really did that though. That's gross. <laughs>
0: Nasty. Yeah, yeah and I was... she
1: didn't realize that she did it. It's like, bitch, how many times have you said that word before?
0: No. Hmm. Yeah, on a quick side note, I, I'm i watching the current season of Bachelor with Nick because he is a part of Bachelor Nation. Um, oh. Katie- the Bachelorette. They were talking about this uh, on Monday Night Tabasco. They had like a group date that was like group therapy, and she opened up <laughs> about her. The, she opened up about her past sexual assault, oh. and she would not say the word rape. And I leaned over to Nick and I was like, I bet you the producers are saying, don't say the word rape. Yeah, do not say, say rape.
1: Can you say that? She,
0: TV? You can say rape on, on primetime TV. I'm saying that the producer's probably like, oh, don't say that. Like, don't say actual yeah. rape. She kept saying, I was in a situation where there was not consent, forceful, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, the I would love to see an expose on that show for multiple reasons. So if you yeah, want to do it, would, go off.
1: I would also like to see how much producer meddling there truly is and how many how much like of just like batshit craziness is just like these women trying to get famous you know and men
0: yeah everybody is i mean i uh (laughs) nick and i were joking we were like we should really just start a drinking game where every time someone says here "Here for the right right reasons reasons or they're not here for the right reasons drink
1: I'm here for the right reasons. Like, okay. I'm definitely did. not
0: here to get an extra million Instagram followers.
1: Right. Oh my
0: God. Don't
1: even get me started. So,
0: you would go on the bachelor slash bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Is that the competition? That's not really a competition. Mm-hmm.
1: I would
0: guess you go? Not.
1: I just don't know if I have like a specific skill set that would allow me to excel on a competition show. I'm also not a competitive person at all. So like, I would just like not give a fuck, which actually might make me a good person to be on a competition show because then it wouldn't like really damage me emotionally. I would just be like, yeah, I lost. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I don't know what skills I have that would like make me someone like, okay. Hypothetically, if I had like the greatest body in the world and I could like do fitness, I would totally love to be on like the what is it called? American Ninja Warrior?
0: American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, or that looks like, kind of fun.
1: Oh, 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 oh. And then <laughs> like, <"Ooh, laughs> like swinging <laughs> and, and shit and like doing flips. Yeah, I would love like a that. It's like an adult jungle gym.
0: You can go yeah. and wipe out. Wipe out doesn't require any athletic <laughs> skill, but you're. it's like designed for you to fail. So. I
1: also can't <laughs> swim, so like I would oh. probably die. <laughs> Cause you know I'm not gonna make it through the whole course no. without falling. So like, <laughs> no. it's either do the impossible um. or die.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Okay, well I have I have a. So first of all, I would not go on like a love or dating show. I just don't believe that they can work. Um, wow, for a multitude of reasons, but <laughs> I would 100% go on like a competition show, and I have a realistic answer and a non-realistic answer. Okay, so just by virtue of me watching it so much, if I was a drag queen, I,
1: was, I would I was love to go say, on drag. Don't greens. you fucking say drag race. Why?
0: <laughs> that's, that's, you are that's,
1: not a drag queen.
0: <laughs> that's why it's my unrealistic answer. But I've seen enough of it. I'm oh, like, okay. okay. I thought that
1: was the realistic answer. No, no, no. Like, no.
0: No, that's my unrealistic. I don't know if you remember this, but do you remember Sasha Bell from season eight?
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. Who or season really thought seven. She season really seven. thought she had it figured out. She literally said. She went home second.
0: <laughs> yeah, No, but she, she really said, I think I've cracked the code. Said, <laughs> That'd be me. have seen like, every, episode every episode of every
1: season. I've cracked the code. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: That'd be me. Every but time somebody go,
1: says I'm a Drag Race super fan, they're going home within the first like five episodes.
0: <laughs> then I would just make sure I don't say that. I would just turn a look and slay lip sync.
1: You would just be like, "Who's RuPaul?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, so that's my unrealistic answer. My realistic—I know I mentioned this to you before—would one hundred percent love Jeopardy, the the Amazing Race. Oh, no, The Amazing Race. Jeopardy would oh, be yeah. fun, but I yeah amazing race i gen like no cap i genuinely feel like if i had a good partner i could win the amazing race it's like the perfect it's the perfect competition for me because it involves like traveling which i've done a lot of and it, it it just is perfect like there's a mix of intellectual activities and physical and you have to have good teamwork so like i said i gotta have the right partner but i i think i could win Especially if I had a part, as the Brits say, if I had a partner with good banter, then I would be good TV too and the producers would want me to win.
1: (laughs) Right. They would alter the course of the show just for you to win.
0: Yeah. And I'm telling you like, dad, if you're listening, I genuinely (laughs) think we could get on this show because we have the storyline. We have a double storyline. Of we fit the dad and son archetype that they like, and we fit mm-hmm. the gays archetype that they like. It's two right. in one.
1: Oh my god, dad!
0: They would cast us in a heartbeat, and I think we would be good partners because you're level headed, and I would go hard on like the physical challenges. I think we could win, dad. If you're listening, <laughs> I think we could. What if do he
1: it? doesn't listen to this,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell him to listen. Right, what if he
1: is <laughs> listening and he's like, oh. <laughs>
0: He, lo- he loves The Amazing Race. So I feel like a little part of him would lo- would want to go on it.
1: I think you should apply. Uh, comment below if you think Zach and his dad should <laughs> apply. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, but here's the thing, though. Like, basically, for the last 10 seasons, they really only cast people with large social media followings.
1: Oh, you're kidding.
0: I, I know. Shocker. Ugh. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. That bubbly okay. coming up to haunt me. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> wow. Do you have anything else to talk about regarding reality TV? I basically feel like we've been fangirling for the last—I know—hour.
1: <laughs> Not hour. It's been like thirty minutes. Um, I just want to say, Holly from Dance Moms.
0: <laughs> Girls out I, the room. I love Girls you. Girls out the room. Girls Holly, out the room.
1: Is seriously the most level-headed one, and she's a black woman. Like we stand, we love Holly. Girls if we definitely. had sound effects, we would round of applause for Holly. What'd you say?
0: I just love, I just love that moment where, during that fight where she's like, "Girls out the room, girls, girls out, out the, the room. room."
1: That she says that though, like every time, because she's like hardcore, <laughs> like does not believe in the moms, like talking about each other or about their kids in front of their kids so anytime the moms start to get a little like catty she'll be like girls out the room out the room now (laughs) (laughs) we love dr holly frazier
0: holly icon she would be great at clearing like a stadium after a concert or something
1: wait Girls out the room. <laughs> she would be good on Drag Race when like the queens have to line up to go on stage to oh, do the runways. <gasps>
0: she should be a guest <laughs> judge on Drag Race.
1: Oh my God. I would literally pass out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I would love that. But, yeah, I, oh, did you know that Holly, Jill, Melissa and Kelly, who's the one that slapped Abby, they have their own podcast. (gasps) No way. Mm -hmm. All together. Yes, all of them. Which is crazy. Because oh wait, and Christy's on it too. It's Holly Jill. Oh no, Christy's not on it. Christy's not on it.
0: What's it called?
1: Hold on, I'll tell you in a second. Let me go on Holly's Instagram.
0: I want to subscribe. That sounds so fun. Do you think they'd be down to collab?
1: (laughs) No. It's called, where is it? I think it's called Because Mom Said So. Yeah. It's Holly, Melissa, Kelly, and Jill. Which honestly, they're all my favorites. I wish Christy was well, that's that's all the moms, but yeah, icons. And I love that their artwork (laughs) is just like cartoon versions of them.
0: Yeah, the Bitmojis. I love the titles of these episodes. We have home decorations, beach bodies, (laughs) exercise, (laughs) online shopping. (laughs) <laughs> Let's talk oh about God. pets, baby. Let's get manny petties. Explicit. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm subscribing to this.
1: <laughs> I've never listened to any of it, but they're just like my favorite dance moms. So as soon as I discovered that they have a podcast, I was like, wow, I'm so happy for them. Especially Kelly because she left like pretty early, and she literally fucking slapped Abby.
0: So <laughs> I will legit listen to this in the morning, and I'll report back to you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's it. Sounds so entertaining.
1: <laughs> I can't wait.
0: Anyway, is that is that all you had left to say just the Holly shout out?
1: Yeah, sure she should shout that. out.
0: She'll love Thank
1: that you. One. I if Holly if you're listening, I love you. I'm completely sober um, by the way,
0: if you didn't know. Wow, proud of you. Wait, I can do I get a shout out? I want a shout out.
1: Of course, you can say whatever you want. This is your podcast. Tyra
0: Banks if you're listening, please bring back Top Model. I'm a little starved.
1: Tyra Banks, if you're listening, we forgive you. For top model, and we're requesting it again.
0: Yeah, we forgive you for casting Rita Ora as that host for season twenty-three.
1: Oh my god! Wait, that a, who a remembers? Choice. Who remembers when Rita Ora did like a guest appearance on um the Voice, like UK, and she was like pretending to be like a contestant, and then it was supposed to be like funny, like a big gag when the get when the judges turned around and saw that it was her. But nobody knew who she was, so they thought she was for real a contestant auditioning for the show.
0: Well, I certainly don't remember that because this is the first time I'm hearing about it, but maybe some of our listeners will.
1: She also one time tweeted like, oh, if I get X amount of likes on this tweet, like I'll release new music. And she didn't get the amount of likes. So she deleted it and said she got hacked. <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: oh rita anyway shall we get on to our announcement
1: oh yeah i forgot yes let's announce
0: would you you like me to do the honors how are we doing this no i'll do it (laughs) okay
1: (laughs) okay everyone so we are going on summer break Ooh. Ooh, summer fun yeah, you won't have Exhausted for this summer. However, we will be coming back with Vengeance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have a whole new format for Season 2. So just keep an eye out and subscribe if you haven't already so you can get notifications for when we come back.
0: Yep, the, mm-hmm. ex- the execs called. We got renewed for Season 2, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So in terms of logistics, uh, this is our second to last episode. So we still have one more that -hmm. we'll be releasing a week from today. When you're listening, if you're listening to this on, uh, Thursday, July 1st. yes. So our last episode (laughs) of season one will be episode 17. We're talking about politics Mm -hmm. and that
1: my friend, Maya.
0: Yes. Looking forward to that. Um, that will go up July 8th, and then we're taking a two-month break, and then the first episode of season two will go up September 9th. And like Ely said, we're going to have a bit of a new format, actually a lot of a new format. Um, Lots of things are changing. We're shortening, we're even shortening the, the time between recording and release. Right now, Zach has nine days to to edit, which is a lot and I really don't need that much. So we're shortening to three days between recording and release, which also has something to do with our new format because we're gonna be a little bit more current eventsy. So I hope you don't miss us too badly. Yeah. And I actually, <laughs> I, did some, I did some math today. So episode 15 went up today because mm-hmm. we're recording on a Thursday today. Um, so right. at, as of episode 15, we have almost 19 hours of content up for you to enjoy so far from season one. So by the time the next two go up, we might be close to a full day's worth of content. Oh God. So (laughs) why don't you go back and listen to the episodes you didn't listen to, listen to ones you might've loved again, you know, don't miss us too badly. We'll be back. It's going to be great.
1: Yes. We will be refreshed and rejuvenated.
0: Yes. No, know, in all honesty, at first I wasn't like super jazzed about it because I really like how this has become like a creative outlet, but now that it's actually happening, we agreed upon it. I am kind of looking forward to having the break from editing and we're hoping also as we go into season two that we can record a little bit shorter. So it'll be less editing to do, especially since your boy has to go back to the old office. So,
1: oh, I'm Mike going back be- on July 1st.
0: Wait, are you really? This is
1: Wait, new. that's very soon. Yeah.
0: Another announcement. Oh, my God. Another okay. announcement, everybody. I mean, it's not really an announcement. I'm not. Wait, wait, is it hybrid or is it all the time?
1: So basically, we have to like submit a request uh, to be on the schedule because it's like first come, first serve. You have to like sign up in advance, which I still haven't signed up, but I'm going to try and do monday work from home tuesday wednesday thursday in the office and then friday from home
0: okay so you're just like me you're going to get two days at home three days in the office
1: yep but we'll see how it actually goes because i'm just not a morning person so like i honestly don't know if i'm going to be able to like commit to a schedule (laughs) but two of the three days i'm going to be in the office Shuri will be at daycare so that will be helpful, plus her daycare yeah. is closer to the lit, well, to the, yeah, to the lit office than it is to my apartment. So that'll be nice.
0: Yeah, dope. So yeah, so since we're both returning to the office of some capacity, we're both having hybrid, um, it'll also be nice for us to have this break to kind of get used to that, like get used to the new lifestyle before, excuse me, before we pick back up. So yes beneficial to all and we'll be back our creative juices will be flowing other juices will be flowing too you never know what's in store for season two of exhausting see that saved me from from having to edit in an explosion noise i just made my own <laughs> thank anyway. you uh uh, yes tune in next week for the last episode of season one thank you for listening
1: thanks
0: have a good good night night. bye